This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Just starting to believe a little bit. Well, Hoylet's got the better of Buxton. Puts it into an area. Keo Zamora! Unbelievable! From the very brink of elimination, Bobby Zamora has surely scored another playoff winner. Hello and welcome to the second episode of the W12 podcast. My name's Duncan, and tonight with me I've got Ben and I've got Brad. All right, say hello, lads. Hi boys, how's everyone? Is everyone all right? Yeah, good, mate. You? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Could be better when we're allowed back out, back to Loftus Road, but other oh. than that, we're good. Mate, how bad, how bad was it when um, Adoma scored, mate? Imagine your limbs in the away end. Hey, that would have been oh, amazing. Mate. The, lim- the limbs would have been unbelievable, wouldn't, wouldn't they? Oh, mate. That last... Especially Adoma as well. We'd have Brad getting his shirt off again, wouldn't he? Swinging it around. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> That's happened a few times, Duncan, mate, hasn't it? <laughs> Derby away, mate. Never forget it. No, right. leave it alone. I think I had sunburn at the time. And uh, when I took my top off, I had flying it round. I think I had loads of skin going everywhere, mate. Everyone left, <laughs> left after seeing that, Brad. All the Derby fans were gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, let's crack on. Right, Brad, what did you make of the Watford game, mate? Well, to be fair, mate, I think from the word go, we played well, um, pressing well. I think we were playing down the right a lot to Kane, and I think Kane did okay. I think he played probably one of his best games for QPR for a long time. Um, I just I just feel that we every time we pressed, we, we looked all right, but we didn't look like scoring properly but we had possession which I know possession doesn't win your games but it helps you know what I mean so yeah. other than that mate I think Dickie and Barbate they were superb like always I think uh, Diang Diang made a good save didn't he I think it was a bit of a camera save for the fans if they were there but other than that mate I think we pressed well we did well good for Austin to get his 50th goal I think it would have been better if the fans were there and it would have been better if the fans were there to celebrate a Domus but other than that I think it was good mate yeah, I agree. Happy. Ben, anything to add? Uh, no, I echo a lot of that. I did, I thought it was good for us to grind that result. Like you know, when we go one 0 down, you know the stats don't lie. We're not we're not great. Um, but I thought you know, on another day, 
you know, we would have, we would have, you know, we would have lost that. But the lads dug in, and I, you know, Austin, he's just a menace, isn't he? he doesn't that doesn't really do anything else? And to be said that actually, I don't know what you guys think of this, but I actually at points think that Austin's actually a better player now than he was then. Uh, I mean, he's lost a bit 100%. of pace, and he's, well, it's, and he's lost... it's funny you say that because I think it comes with. Well, I think this time round he he's got uh, I don't know a mentality about him that he he's happy and the club are letting him do what he wants. You know what I mean? He if he, he just looks like he's on top of the world, doesn't he? The fans are giving yeah, yeah. him what he wants. I think I think he's a play. I think he's a, he's a more rounded player now, isn't he? Like he's got much more yeah. to his whole game. Like when he was first of us, he was just a, like a poacher goal scorer. Whereas now he's dropping deep, like pinging balls left right. So yeah. there are two things that I picked up on where the, 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 his passing has improved dramatically. He's doing 30-yard passing. I definitely don't remember seeing that um, first time around. And also he's winning little niggly fouls in, here and there and just you know, oh, when yeah. we're under pressure. You know, that, that was what we were missing massively. Was, oh, yeah. you know, it's in-game. You know, it you know, Dykes would hold it up and lose it. He would just hold it up and, and then get fouled. Like, you know, he's too... I don't know, he's... He's not streetwise like that. He, you know, he'd yeah. stay up and try and battle to win the ball back rather than feeling something and just going down and giving everyone a bit of a rest. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was at Austin, delighted with his goal. I thought, like Bradley said, I thought Dickie, Barbe and Diang are just sort you know, it's just such a shame. Feel, you just I'm feel just... so comfortable, don't you, with Dickie and Barbe at the back? For me, I feel like they're, they're, just, they're just so, you know what I mean? A good partnership. Work well together. Yeah, really, yeah, really good partnership. And I think the three, like you said, um, Dickie, Barbe and Diang, like together, I think they know, they trust each other. And I think that's massive yeah. for defenders and a goalkeeper. They all, they all know that they can rely on each other. And that's yeah. improving. Be interesting to know. Go on, Ben. No, I was just going to say about Cameron. Um, he divides opinion, doesn't he? Um, you know, he does love foul and he does, you know, the penalty was, I can't really defend that. It was silly. But what he does for Dickie and Barbe is, you know, he's that communication, that bit, the man in the middle that keeps them intact. You know, Barbe has yeah. got that tendency to bomb forward or get get a bit lost, try and, you know, ping 30-yard passes or just do the odd silly thing. And Dickie's a bit inexperienced. So to have Cameron there, I actually think he makes, he gets the best out of them. Although they were doing well without him anyway in a four, I just feel like defensively we're a lot more solid with as a three. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know whether that would change with the new sign. It'd be interesting to see when, if the, when this uh, new centre half comes in. Um, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name, so I can't pronounce <laughs> it. But um, when he comes in, if he pushes Barbe to left back, do you know what I mean? It'd be interesting to see if he does that or he he, he sticks with what we've got. Um, well, I, I think if you look at our results recently, since he's reverted to the back three, our form's picked up. Okay, I know we lost the derby, but. We were in that game. A penalty you know I mean? as well. I mean, that was the most blatant penalty you'll ever see. Yeah. You know? I think since we've gone back to the back three, like last season, when we went to the back, like back three, it worked. This year, he's gone back to it and it's working. I think our players are suited to it. I think we get the best out of our players because Kane, as much as he was really good against Watford, as a right back, I think he's mm, average. But as a wing back, because he's got such an energy think, on him, he's, he's I think better. Kane did... I think him. Kane is what did really well, but what Kane needs to work on, I feel, is is crossing. I just feel he just needs to work on that crossing a bit more. But he gives it everything, doesn't he? He gives it everything he's got. He runs up and down. He's, do you know what I mean? That crossing, 
you probably think of other things that you, he could probably do on, but other than that, yeah. he played well. So, no, I'm, I'm made up for him that he got the assist for Adoma. I mean, yeah. Adoma's, Adoma's, touch, Adoma's touch made the cross, <laughs> but like, don't get me wrong, Kane was our, our most threatening player, really, in the first half, especially. Yeah, he's you're right, Doug. In a free, he's much better. I still don't think he's the answer, you know, a right back or a right wing back, you know, but he does look more assured, doesn't he? Less defensive yeah. duties, I think, that, that, and, and getting forward. And you're right, he's crossing. I think it's Brad that said it's atrocious, but you know, you'd think that he'd be working on it and getting better. I thought it was they were slightly better at the weekend, um, yeah, well, Monday, um. But yeah, you know, I feel I feel that we, considering how good Watford are at home, their home record, and how solid they are as a pack, they they they're so well organised, aren't they, Watford? And I think yeah. we were just breaking them down in bits. And I don't, I can't say that when we was one or we, I thought we were going to come back and win two one, but well, we win two one, but it's why then it happened and we're buzzing about it. I think you know the I mean? thing that held us for Watford was they were playing Will Hughes like off the left. And he's mm. not a left winger. I think that gave Kane more freedom to push on because he naturally yeah, kept coming inside. So I think yeah, that yeah. played into our hands a little bit. I mean, Watford and, were very rigid, weren't they? Four four two. You know, they they're narrow. <clears throat> they stop. You know, they're not bothered about crossing the box. They have got two big centre halves. So I think they've grounded out quite a lot of results, haven't they? Um, you know, and I can see why. I don't know about anyone else, but when I was watching the game and I saw Adoma and Thomas come on and, and, and Carol Moon, and you know, I just thought that's our attack nullified, really. Uh, and sort of, yeah, just sort of thinking, what, what, what are you doing, Warburton? But it paid off. It's a fair play to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it we does were, highlight. We were, we were critical last week of Warburton substitutions, weren't we? And then Monday night. Yeah. Although well, they were fine, str- like, I wasn't sure if they were the right ones. But it worked. So happy days. Yeah, yeah, couldn't agree. You take, you know, you take the positives when it goes well, and you take the, the negatives when they don't, I guess. But um, yeah, let's be honest, I couldn't think yeah. of the worst of person to score a penalty against us either. Sorry, boys, but <laughs> Dean doesn't do it for me. But I don't like the way he shouted. Well, I don't know whether I'm not read on Twitter that he shouted that word at Diang, but. I don't know. I've, I've heard uh, heard did, a video. Did you see Diang go up and celebrate next? Up, he went up to him right yeah. at the end and celebrated. Did like yeah. a plane, did he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So I was happy to get one over on him. Massively. I just think uh, I just think it was an all round our away form. By the way, boys, can we just talk about that whilst we're talking about Watford? Our, yeah. our away form's been just so much better, isn't it, than our home form? Yeah, I think the formation yeah. suits our away team because you know we, we can sit back. We can soak it up, and then we can count our. It, you know, and I just think when we're at home, the, the teams don't come on us as much as they do when they're at home. It's just natural, isn't it? So, we, yeah. you know, it becomes difficult for us to break down, and we haven't got that pacey forward who can get in behind. Um, so, so uh, yeah, but yeah, you're right, but our, our away form is excellent. Three wins on the bounce now. Draw at Norwich, top of the league as well. So that's four. Um, you know. You know, if he was looking at our next away game, Rotherham, <laughs> and you're thinking, "Wow, yeah, lovely," but you know, we don't, we all know what QPR are like. So, and actually, Rotherham just turned, they just turned over Derby, didn't they? Rotherham. Oh, that thing is like you like you said earlier, like, the bottom of the table. There are so many teams who are worried. 
and we're in the mix. I'll say 12 teams. So tight 12 down there, teams. Isn't it? Yeah, 12 teams that can, can look at that and think a couple of defeats, yeah. they're right in it. Games in hand as well. God knows what's going to happen with the games in hand. Um, you know. Uh, well, I think I, personally, I, I, but, go on, Brad. I think um, basically with, with the what going to the Watford game though as well, you've got what, what you've got to take out of that is just is pure positive, isn't you? Going into the next game, you know what I mean. We just got to go on onwards and upwards now, hopefully. And yeah. I, I personally think that I don't know. People might say I think Austin's made a big, massive change to that that squad and the club since he's been since he's come. To be honest, but. It's unbelievable. You know I, mean? I mean, you know, yeah. he's walked in and he, and he looks like he owns the club a little bit. You know, he's walking on that interview, you know, the interview with Phil. Yeah, yeah. Um, just walks in, you know, not a care of the world. Um, sort of but you, can, you, can, sort you of... can see that in his performances, though. You can see he's happy. Yeah. And when a player's happy, yeah. they do play better. Like, if you're happy yeah. at work, yeah. you're, you're happy to go there. You, you put a better shift in. Whereas if you're unhappy at work, you're like, oh, I can't And I think today. that, I think the um, 50 number was a big thing in his mind as well, wasn't it? Yeah, let's get to fifty. He wanted to get out of the I way, think, didn't he? Yeah, I don't think there's anyone way. else. I don't think there's anyone else who's got to fifty other than Clive Allen and eighty-two. Is there? Or oh, I might be wrong. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, so Les would have. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, that's me. No, being that's a good one. That one. Well, yeah. I mean, we, we, still, it's a great achievement, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. especially in the fact that he's only what ninety-three games. Yeah. So he's averaging yeah, what, he's a, goal, a goal every what one and a half games. So yeah, he's given the whole club a lift, you know, yeah. massively. And and you know it was a good move. And uh, you know he, he has got a bit of an, an an injury fitness sort of question mark over him. But I mean, any player has that. You could sign any player and get injured, or you know. And actually, since he's been in the QPR shirt, uh, he, he hasn't been injured too much. I think he had a shoulder in there a few years ago, but. Yeah. No, no, I agree. You know, I'm hoping he'll rub off on Dykes and, Bo- and Bonnie. You know, they, they, they need, you know, some education on being a yeah. smart championship striker. You know, I, I, I've got my question marks about whether they've got, whether they've got what it takes. Um, but there's something in both players, isn't there? There's something there. It's just yeah. whether we can untap it and unlock it. And I think Austin will help do that. Yeah, no, 100% agree. I think I think with Dykes, it's more and more natural kind of resemblance to Austin. They're quite similar players. So I think he especially can learn off him. Whereas I think Bond's a bit of a, I suppose it's, I don't know, a slightly different striker, kind of more mobile, like runs the channels, runs the lot, like, do you know what I mean? Gets behind more. Mm. I always think it's a bit like a hot potato with Bob. When he gets it, it's like, oh, it's like it's, like it's burning his feet and he's just like tapping it and like, you know, and it, and it, and it, like, and it goes, what you know, and he doesn't really know where it's going to go and he's looking to get rid of it really quickly. He's like, un- uncomfortable you know, he's, on the ball, Like, he doesn't... Yeah, but like, if you can get him in the air, in the box, I mean, he, you know, he's going to do a good job there. But, you know, yeah, I, I do think... It, it, yeah. Well, he, needs to, he, he needs to improve around, in and around the box, I think. Obviously, going back to the Watford game, uh, Johansson, centre mid, how do you think he did? I know it was only 60 minutes ish. I feel, I, I, I feel like I feel like he did really well, mate, to be honest. I, I think he threw himself out there a bit. Definitely threw himself out there, didn't he? He wasn't afraid, wanted to get yeah. stuck in. Um, obviously, I don't know 
fitness wise, if he's ready, if he's match fit. But he hasn't played much, has he? So... Hence the reason why we took him off. But other than that, I was really, really impressed with him. Yeah, I, I liked what I saw. I thought he gave us something different. He did that. He did that unbelievable pass. <laughs> I don't know why it sticks in my mind. Like the back of his, I think it was like outside of his boot, and it just spun off the turf and straight into the path of Kane. Um, I don't know. You know, that's just a. Of what, that's just a little glimpse of what he can do. I think. Yeah, I think once he gets fit, like his fitness up, I think in the centre of the heart midfield there with Don Ball, it looks like it could be a good partnership. I like Don Ball, you know. Yeah. Like I, um, he just sometimes gets he goes a bit OTT, doesn't he? Like he'll have a good run and then he'll just take that extra few yards or he'll touch it that extra time and it will just and then he'll just end up clattering someone or whatever. But I think he's quite busy. He gets around, doesn't he? The pitch, he's always yeah. there, and, you know, niggling away, you know, jumping and um, yeah. If we could get him doing the job in front of the you know back five or back four and, and then get you know, Johansson moved on a bit, being a bit more of a playmaker, that could definitely work. Yeah. 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 Agree, agree. Yeah. Any other it's interesting it's interesting to know though, so just asking you to so every if you have all the squad fully fit, match fit, everyone, it's yeah. tough, but if you did, what eleven would you go for and why? Uh what formation because are we picking our own? You, you you go you just go how you 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 would if you was if you was Gaffer on Saturday how I go on Saturday yeah Blackburn at home yeah well, everyone was fit home. everyone was fit if, well if you had a, if, I know it probably won't happen but if you did have everyone fit ready to go what would you go um you know what I probably would keep it pretty similar to her, the Watford game. Properly swap Dykes for Bomb. I think the yeah, back five, definitely. the back five picked itself. I think Wallace showed just his experience is more valuable than Nico's youth. I think he he was much yeah. more solid. Gave I didn't give the ball away as much. Had a bit more end product. Um, like I said, a lot of what I saw with um, Ball and Johansson in the middle of the park. And that gives Chair a bit more freedom. And I think. Dykes and uh, Austin together, we can get good balls into the box, mate. They're both going to score goals. It could be lethal in the air, aren't they? Yeah. And you connect. I mean, I think you've got to make room in there for Carroll as well. He's been superb for us. He's been one of our key players, hasn't he, Carroll, since he's been injured? Yeah, that's but then it, Carroll and Chair together with Don Ball as a midfield line, you think it's just lightweight. I think that's where that Johansson gives us a bit more steel. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think you can't, I don't think, I think. And when we have everyone fit, you would you'd choose Carroll or Chair in that formation. I don't think you'd play both of them. Yeah, Chair's just I just I just think like the way Chair plays, his little flick at Watford, a little flick he did. He just just think yeah. he's unpredictable. I think he's he, he's got a lot of potential, a lot of potential to be an unbelievable player. I think Chair. Yeah, massively. I think he, he's, our next, he's our next big star. Yeah, mm. very 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 happy he signed that contract. Good business. Um, obviously, talking contracts, you've seen that um, that 17-year-old striker, he signed a contract, didn't he? The one that was linked with like Man City and people, the Northern Irish lad. Yeah, he's supposed to be really good. He, yeah. he scored like 20 goals in, the, you know, in our youth squad in, in like 20-odd appearances. Um, so, yeah, it's good to get him nailed down, isn't it? I think, um, yeah. you know, the club the club needed to, you know, like the chair, they, the club needed to nail down some of these talents. 
you know, and think a bit, oh, we, take a bit of a gamble. You, you know, I think we did take a gamble on Bright, didn't we? When we, we knew he had talent. We knew yeah. that he could have become the player he did become. He wasn't showing at the time, so fair enough. But, you know, we should have nailed that down earlier. Um, you know, and I think we all want Chair to be the next big thing, don't we? We all want him to be, you know, and he's certainly got the ability and he's certainly... Um, can be the, the the focal point of this team, and he already is actually, really, isn't he? Um, yeah. Um, but to nail him down is good. I think you know. I saw some, you know, people off. off is it um, Bournemouth after him? A couple of clubs after him in January. I don't know if you saw the rumours. I don't know if yeah, they I saw, were. I saw agent led. Bournemouth. I don't know if they were agent led or or you know yeah. they actually were. But but yeah, good to nail him down. It's good, and if he does go, we're going to get some big money for him. Oh, He'd be our next do. if he was, but but let's let's look at the positive. We just signed a good contract, so buzzing about. What I'd like to see on Saturday, I know this probably won't happen. But I'd like to see Austin. I'd like to see Willock and Chair behind Austin, but further forward um, and, and a bit wider. So like you know, yeah, Willock yeah, can deliver. Willock, mate, um, he's been he's looked so good the last couple of games. Yeah, he is, and he's nippy, yeah, sure. and he's quick, and he can nip the ball in. I just think sometimes with Austin and Dykes upon, we're very mobile and slow. And when a team goes one nil up or they score, they just sit back, and, and it's, it becomes difficult. Like, like I said earlier, to get in behind them. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd quite like to see that. I'd, I think we'll stick with the three at the back. I don't think you can change it with sort of what three wins in four. Yeah. Um, no, definitely, so, definitely stick to so that. Oh, but yeah, come on, Dan. I was gonna say, speaking of obviously like formation stuff with the fullbacks, like who would your two fullbacks in that back five be? God knows. Tough. It's very tough. Is it? <laughs> I, I actually well, thought I, Wallace did all right on Wallace did all right on Monday. I know you know against Sar. One of the that's a Premier League. That's a, that's what a thirty million pound winger. You know, I was as well. to start off with, yeah. I thought, but actually, like Kane, they've got that. They've got that. You know, Kane's got Dicky and and um, Wallace had Barbe just to cover, and I thought that worked really well. They were just covering covering that space in behind. So if they did get in behind. Yeah, they were faced with those two, who actually, you know, I definitely think Kane is right back. You just got to leave him there. He's been playing well. You wouldn't change. You wouldn't change. No, him, I, would I you, think. You know I mean, we the last to... few games since we've gone back to the back five. Kane has looked really good. I've been actually more and more impressed. Like his end product still isn't brilliant, but his actual work rate and what he offers to the team as an attacking threat, like just his energy, yeah. I think definitely would put Kane in front ahead of KK. Yeah. Agree. I'd, it, I'd go Wallace again. I just, I, I'm not a massive Nico fan. And I, you know, you know, the lad tr- tries and, and it, he's improved from what he was a few years ago. You know, the loans have definitely improved him. I just still don't think he's, he's really hasn't got the intelligence sometimes. I'm not even watch him. He just, he goes to the wrong place and he's not looking or he's not thinking like a championship left back. I mean, that's harsh. I don't want to be harsh because, you know, he's come through to youth and we want him to do well, but ultimately I'm not too sure he's good enough. Um, that's my view. Yeah, no. agree, to be honest, mate. I think he's an okay kind there. of substitute at the minute for like Wallace if Wallace is out. But then Wallace is what thirty three. Like we're going to have to like buy a left back in the summer. 
That's one of the main areas oh, for me. I think we need with, to improve. That goes without saying. That's why we, we didn't bring. I think we need to bring a couple of fullbacks in, to be honest. But, um, Not just one. I think we need to bring that, a couple in. Um, did you see uh, Dave McIntyre tweeted that it could be Wallace's last game for us? No, I didn't no. see it, mate. Yeah, that was yeah, on, then, then, and that, that was when obviously then there was the rumor that we were getting another player in, which obviously was um, that field. But I thought, well, why would you say that about Wallace if we're getting a midfielder in? Like, it's interesting. It's, uh, is, there like a, is there? Do you know what I mean? Is there like a free agent left back floating about? Could Sam Field play left back, left mid? Is it? I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. But going back to field, it's interesting to see some of the tweets. Um, what, what what the fans for West Brom was um, tweeting, you know, they said you've got a good player there, look after him. You know, it'd be interesting to see what he what he brings to us. I'm I'm looking forward to it, but I think it'd be. Yeah. I don't think he'll come in and play straight away. I think he'd be a bench player, won't he? Yeah, but he's a West Brom fan, isn't he? And he's been there since he was like five, yeah. six years old. So I think you have that affiliation with the fans, don't you? When you come through the academy, like yeah, I don't know whether Austin, Austin that was a bit of Austin that bringing. Filled in. No, but what I do know is Lumley had a massive say in the Welsh keeper coming in. Um, so you know, I don't. I know because he, he was on. He was on load at Gillingham, wasn't he? And um, yeah. I think he's come back and told, you know, who whoever he tells that he's going to be a top keeper. And I think they sent a couple of scouts out to watch a couple of the um, Gillingham youth games that he played in. And I think they got a feel out because they were big clubs after him, apparently. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's likely yeah. he could have. Yeah. Don't know, do you? But I, th- no, I, think, I think there's something, maybe. He was on. Um, he was also on loan at Charlton, wasn't he, last year? I think it was last year. So, whether he knew Macca, I don't know. Whether that's come from them, a bit of influence. But he was... Um, yeah, going off... If they were youth there, weren't yeah, but I just think going off how Austin reacted in the interview when he walked in and he shouted Fieldy, I think I think they I don't know, they, if you're listening to Field's interview, he was he was saying how um he looked up to Austin, he looked you know, Austin gave him some good advice. He's young, yeah. he, do you know what I mean? He what he needs to step up. I think they've got a little I don't know. I don't I, I just think Austin was a bit of that, but I might be wrong. It's just my no, point. That's a fair, fair point, mate. Well, speaking of Austin, boys, how happy you hope that he's back? Come oh, on, <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. I'm really wallpaper what? on the phone. Do you know what? I was a little bit sceptical when it was announced. I was thinking, our PR stunt by the club, get the fans back on track, because obviously we were having a horrendous form, weren't we? We've yeah. been shocking. And I thought, oh, the club have been a bit smart here, getting Austin back, fans back on side for a little bit. But, mate, what an influence he's done, mate. Come on. Like, how have many players have come into the club and done that much in the first like few I've, games? Like I've said, you know, before before in this podcast, I just think he's, he's just come to the club in a, in a completely different manner. I think, like Ben said, he just come. He, it's like he owns the club a little bit. He's just he's just happy to be there, isn't he? You know, God knows what if he's going to sign a, you know, permanent contract at the end. But I just think at the moment he's loving it, isn't he? Absolutely loving it. Fair play to him. It's like you know, it's like. Do you know what it's like? It's like when you've got when you you know you you've had a girlfriend and and you know everything went well, and then you've left <laughs> to go to a, you know a better looking girlfriend, and then and then you realise that actually 
He doesn't offer you what the first yeah, girlfriend like. offered you. No, he doesn't offer you what the first girlfriend was. He's not giving me the right time. And then you float around with a few other girlfriends and like, nah, I really want that one back. He's, you know, and you go back and you just, in, you know, everything's better, isn't it? Things you better. think like, I, I, that, was, that was my in way. I think as well, if you listen to... I think if you listen to Austin as well, though, he, he, he never thought... Well, he probably did think slightly, but he never thought how well responsive he would get from the van, the fans. He's just just one of many completely. Everyone everyone loves him. I don't think I've seen a QPR fan that's not happy to see him back. You know what I mean? Uh, there's, there's a small minority out there, but I think yeah, on the whole... I don't think there right, is. 95% of people are happy that Austin's back. Yeah. Yeah. Talking on Austin, whilst we're on the subject, here we go, boys. What's your... Out of his 50 goals, what's your favourite? Oh, good one. So... Personally, my my view, I, I'd go two. I, I can't pick out a two. Possibly at home to Wigan when he took us to Wembley. Players, oh, man, yeah. That night, that night was something else. I'll never forget that night. Or goal wise, uh, I think it's touch and volley away at Southampton. You know when he touched it, turned. Oh yeah, yeah, left footed, like touched oh, with it, controlled it, and spun. That's yeah, sensational, great, great wasn't it? But interesting. I love the limbs, the, the limbs in the away end. The limbs in the away end is always good. Even the one, even the flicky did it. Chelsea, Chelsea away. Remember that? The little yeah. flicky did. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I always mine. I always liked it. His hat trick. You know he scored that hat trick against West Brom. I was there, and um, that was a good one. His his, his third one was was oh yeah. That was a good one. That one. It was, I think it was in like a tap in, but it was just we were two 0 down. Yeah, I think we won I think a lot of people, would, a lot of people would say is one at home at Cheltenham, wouldn't it? That was a screamer. What a yeah. banger! Pick that yeah, out, didn't definitely. it? But like, yeah. the thing is, like, he's just like his goal against Watford. Like, I don't think uh, Barn or Dykes would have been had the awareness to be in the position he was in for it. So I mean, like his movement in the box is so spot on. Like he just has that little half a yard of space, bang, that ball was perfect, bang. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, mate, yeah. Imagine Charlie Austin and Nick Naki Wells up front together. Oh, mate, don't. With easy, with, with easy behind them. Oh. I, I always think, imagine if we, had the team we had, if we had the team we had, so if we had easy in this team, or, or easy in Naki Wells, or we had the defence, so we had Dickie Diag in goal last year, Oh, you know, what we would have oh, done. Mate. You know, we had Madding as well. We missed Madding massively. I'm, massively. You know, he was yeah. unbelievable, wasn't he? He was unreal. Yeah, Madding. I mean, I, from a defensive point of view, not so much, but what he gave going us from forwards. an attacking point of view, going forward. Going forward, was, yeah. Well, if you think we got, we got Jordan Huber, what, 15 goals? And he only scored one in about every five shots. So imagine if Austin yeah. was getting the service that Huber was getting. He would have like, yeah, scored 30-plus yeah. goals. Mm. Yeah, mate. Well, as is there anything I like, else you, um, you know, you... Um, Warburton. I just want to have a quick chat about Warburton. Yeah, go on. <laughs> he um, he's out of contract in the summer, isn't he? What do the club are being quite? They're not going to commit to anything, are they? No doubt, I wouldn't. They're just going to wait, well, see how it plans out. We briefly spoke about uh, this last if, week. If he does stay, if we do stay up, sorry. Do you think he'll be here next year? Tough one, think... that is very tough. I, my my view is, I think I think he will. I think we, I think we'll stick with him. Um, 
I don't know though. It, it, it all depends on how this season goes for us, doesn't it? It's still very tight down there. Um, it's, it's, it, I don't know. Tough one that is. Very tough. I think if we stay up comfortably, comfortably, I think there's a chance he could sign another deal. I think if it's a scrap and it's the last couple of games, we only just stay up. Then it's. Well, you think? But who else is out there? That's the issue. Who would you replace him with? Yeah, but I always think everyone always says that. Let's play. There's, you know, there, there's managers out if there. You did, it's, it's all about what you, your, your your recruitment process of a manager. That's what I always think. It's not so much about there's not options. There's loads of managers out there, and loads of managers that would want to manage QPR. You know, uh, yeah, but, never so, believe the, the whole. Who would want to come to Q, you know QPR? I just there'll be managers just team, out the best door. team, best team in West London, boys. You talk about our recruitment. Look at our last few managers. Do you think the recruitment <laughs> of managers is good? Oh, <laughs> lazy. Seems uh, like a lazy sort of. Let's 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 like a proper. Do you know what is this? I know it's an old, through the ball. an old pod, an old podcast, but I loved. It was one of my favourite podcasts. Joey Barton talking about Mark Hughes. Add me in stitches. Different different managers, different players, yeah. with different managers, don't they? You know. Um, well, but Jerry, I, Jerry I, fell out I, of Harry Redknapp, didn't he? Huh? Yeah, Jerry, but, Jerry but fell he, out of Harry Redknapp as well, didn't he? He didn't like his formation. Fell out of everyone, <laughs> mate. Yeah. But going, I don't, going off subject a bit, I just want to ask a question. So, um, six years today, we appointed Les Fernand as director of football, QBR. What are your thoughts on Fernand? It's difficult, isn't it? Because as a player, as a player, like he was who we watched when we were kids. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we, we grew up watching him score, like, score bangers for us. So he has that legendary status as a player for us. But I'm talking as a any... director. Director of I know, but It's tough because we don't, we, we, don't we don't see what they see behind the scenes. I get that. But just, just your point of view, what do you think? Do you think he's doing well or what? Do you know what I mean? I think we're making steps in the right direction. As a club, I think we're doing things, our business a bit better. We're being run slightly better. But at the same time, how long can we just float around this kind of mid-table championship team, not pushing on, not going down? We need to... Yeah, that's exactly right. We, we yeah, need, we need think... to have a go. At one, year, one year, we need to I... have a go and try and get playoffs. I think he did well to, you know, when he took charge, we had a massive wage bill, you know, we had, players didn't want to be there. Uh, we, we want a real, you know, you see a lot of clubs just fall right the way down the, the pyramid, don't they? You know, so there was a chance that that could have happened, and it didn't. And we, I thought that him and Lee, who's did well to 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 stop this ship, the ship from sinking, if you like. Um, but you're right, Doug. We're at the point now where we're all right we're, financially. I think we're in the best place we've been in for a few years. Um, we've got lots of talents, we've got lots of assets in the team. This, you know. And, and we need to kick on. You know, there's nothing worse that annoys me more than accepting mediocrity or 16th. You know, it frustrates me. Oh. You know, we, there's no reason why QPR can't be pushing up the league. I know that there's clubs with bigger financial, have got a bigger financial budget, but I don't. I always think in the championship, so I don't really matter. There's loads of clubs that have gone up and go up and do well and. You just got to get it. You just got to get the recruitment right. You've got to get the right personnel through the door. You know, yeah, he's got a lot to answer for for managers. At, um, for me, like we spoke about, and he's got a lot to answer for for some signings that we've made that I believe you know he's 
had a quite a lot to do with. Um, but let's see, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, that's so, what I mean. Just see what the future holds, I suppose. But... That I think if our recruitment in the summer, we get three or four players that have come in and have the influence that, say, Dickie's had coming in and, like, say, DN coming back. I know he's our player, but actually having that kind of new player come in, I think with three or four players into that squad, we will be pushing for playoffs next year. Oh, you heard it here first. That, that's me. I'm, I'm putting my head on the line. Tell you what you want to do. Tell you what you want to do. That was mate. Chuck a score on it. <laughs> Put a little bet on it. <laughs> I, I will. I will. Next door. Let, let, wait, wait. See, like next July, when to see what the transfer winners do and who we recruit. If it's good business and we get a couple of players in in the positions we need. I will put money on us get into the playoffs. Let's yeah, stay up mate. first, mate. Let's stay up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, talking about putting, put, talking yeah, about it might, might be League One playoffs, boys. <laughs> <laughs> talking about putting money on. Going back to the Watford game, I was sat sat, sat watching it, and I was uh, my missus covering the room, and but I went to put fifty quid on it. Could be one all. I thought fifty quid, <laughs> bring back three fifty. I thought I feel I feel it. Here. Went to do it first. The only time I've ever listened to my missus this is. She went, no, don't do it. Didn't do it. What would we do? Go and bloody score. Fuming. Slept downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So, um, it's going to be tough Saturday, I think. Okay, so um, I say, good side. Predictions for Blackburn. Good side. You know, Armstrong always scores against us. Always. He, and he's lightning quick as well. Uh, they got Bradley Dax. Dax back, yeah. You know, they've got a really good side. They've got that, you know, what's that Liverpool youngster they've got on the wing? Oh, Harvey um, Elliott. Elliott, yeah, he looks He's a real 17, talent. 17, man. Mad, isn't it? Um, so it's going to be a tough, real tough game. We're gonna, and we haven't scored in five home games, you know, which is a baffling stat, which, which if you think about it, is getting kind of hit, you know, warp, it's getting hidden in the cracks, uh, in the, you know, under the carpet because, of, you know, we've won a few away. Fair play, but, yeah. It's a worry our home for. We've got Bournemouth next, Brent. I think I think we've got but I think we that, took we've got thirteen points out of twelve, haven't we, at home? Something like that. But I saw a statistic and it said that this season, because of obviously no fans like the cold COVID situation, more teams are picking up points away from home than they are at home. Well yeah, yeah. They said it in and the Premier yeah. in the Prem in the Premier League, ten clubs have got more away points than they have home points. Because I obviously, when you got your fans, like we all we all know, mate, what off the road is like when it's rocking, fans are on it. Oh, mate, there's nothing like, really better. Nothing better, but nothing we're so better. compact. We're such a compact stadium. We're so close to the pitch that like opposition teams don't like that, and it can affect yeah. them. Whereas because there aren't any, it makes it easier for the away way teams, in my opinion. I think fans is a massive, massive, massive miss at off this road. Massive for me, but. But it's one of them things. Hopefully, we'll be back in summer. All we can do is hope in it. Yeah. We bang, we'll be banging on the door at the pocket watch. Let me in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going home that night, even if we lose. Still not going home. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm going 2 2 Saturday. That's my prediction. 2 2. Uh, I reckon it's going to be a close game. I, I still think our home form is going to go, go pear shape. Like Blackburn are three points off playoffs, and with Bournemouth, Bournemouth struggling, I think Blackburn are there. They're going to take us to tear us apart, mate. I think we're going to lose two 0 Hate to say two-nil. it, 
I think we're going to lose 2-0, mate. They've got got playoffs in their sights. I think if we pressed as well as we pressed at Watford in the first 20 minutes, if we we do that at home, get an early goal, I think think we could beat them. But I just can't see it myself. I'll I'll probably go Blackburn 2-1, but it's tough, isn't it? Very tough. Is, babe. There's no easy games in the championship. Like, look, 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 look at the table. Like, that's why we said earlier there's like what 10, 12 teams fighting to stay up because that's how close it is this year. Like, how many seasons has it been that close? Toughest league yeah. in England, isn't it? Without a shadow of a doubt, I think. Yeah. Definitely most competitive. At least we haven't got VAR to worry about. <laughs> oh, what a shambles that is. Let's not go on that one. Let's not talk yeah, about it. We don't have yeah, that. Yeah. We don't need to. Don't, don't need to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, go on, mate. You were going to say? No, I was just going to say on VAR. You know, it's one of them, isn't it? You want you want decisions to be accurate, don't you? You know, you think look back to Derby. If we had VAR, that would have been a penalty, and probably would have gone on to win the game. Um, but it, it's just so inconsistent, isn't it? Some of the decisions, are just, and it's not so much the offsides. I actually don't mind. I think that with the offsides, no matter where the line is, you're always going to get a millimetre. You're always going to get a toe yeah. or, you know, it's always, no matter what, if you say like daylight in front, there's always going to be that millimetre before daylight. Yeah, yeah. So I think if you're offside, <laughs> you're offside. But yeah, I, would, I mean, it need, I don't know what they're going to do with it because it's just, it just doesn't work, does it? No, not at all. Is there, t- is there talks of it coming? I know it sounds a silly question, but, um, but is there talks there's quite a big financial cost. There's quite a financial cost to get it in, I think. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, is, I'll just think, um, is there talks of it coming to the championship eventually? It will be. But it will eventually, Obviously, yeah. if it moves on eventually, but I wonder when, how many seasons down the line till it comes in, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the longer it stays away from me, the better. I don't, I don't want to be celebrating Loftus Road and then, and then you know, <laughs> you, you don't even celebrate a little bit. You actually finish your celebration and then you start high-fiving everyone and then you look around and go, oh, God, VAR checking it. Rude, yeah. I can imagine some of the moments we've had. Like imagine Derby away in the um when we won the league. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? With um Jerry Mackey, wasn't it? We were going mad. Yeah. Like, imagine if like, imagine if VAR gone, oh actually let's check that. You can't celebrate. Yeah. Those kind of moments. And it's those last minute goals like where you get a point where you snatch a win, stuff like that, and you just think, oh it. Could flip the other way though, couldn't it? Yeah, that's the other thing, isn't it? Good. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, mate. Right, go on, Ed. Right, I've got... Definitely. I've got, so let's have a little... Let's have a little higher or lower quiz then, right? Yeah, go on, Ed. So, I'm not looking forward to this. So... I'm not looking forward to this either. I've had a couple of Nelsons. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be any good even without any Nelsons, mate. Um, right. <laughs> that's what you miss, it says, anyway. Anyway, we won't talk about that. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, so who had who, who's had who's had more appearances in oh, QPR? Yeah. Junior Hoylet. Ooh, yeah. Or Massimo Luongo. Uh, one's at 122 what? and one's at 152. Massimo Luongo has had more. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll go Luongo as well. Massimo. Yeah, Massimo Luongo, 152. Who has had more appearances? Mass- hey, where's he gone? Where's he gone? Where's he- 
Where's he gone? <laughs> oh, he's that now. Oh, he's done guys. He, so he's, like, he's doing the quiz and he's just gone somewhere. Give us two seconds. <laughs> we'll get him back. Right then. So yeah. Ben, you're back, mate. Yeah, I'm back, back. So <laughs> Massimo Luongo, 152 appearances. Yeah. Who's yep. had more appearances? Yeah. Mass- Massimo Luongo. Yeah. Or Grant Hall. Ooh. That's a, Higher or lower? That's a, that's a tricky one. Grant Hall's always fucking injured. Um, tough. Very I'm, tough. I'm going to say I'm going to say that's lower. I'll say Grant Hall's lower. Oh, I'd say, I definitely, I think he's lower as well. About 125. Yeah, both right, yeah. 130. Yeah, oh. so he, he was out too often when he injured. So, higher or lower, Grant Hall, so he's at 130. Yeah. Higher or lower, Fowlin, Ali Fowlin. For me, I'd go Fowlin. Oh, so he had those knees, didn't he? He had his knee injury. He was injured as well. But I'll it, go fall in. I'm going to stick to it. Come in my mind. Go fall in. Let's have it. I think I'm yeah. I'm going to go. Oh, yeah. yeah, slightly higher. I think just higher. No, he had 163 appearances, Ali Fowler. So quite a bit oh, higher. So quite a bit higher. 40, 40 odd appearances, yeah. So Ali Fowler, 163. Who's had more appearances? Him or Lee Cook? Are you including all his, all his spells? Well, obviously, mate. I'm not going to yeah. include that. Just quite <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if you if you're going to, how you're going to do it. Um... Uh, I'll probably go. I can't remember. Sure. Really. Okay. Come on, just go with it. I'm going to go lower. I'll go cookie. Cookie, because he's my mate. Remember, I bumped into him. That's why I lost the job. Yeah, I went to take a pic. I went to take a picture, and he wouldn't take a picture. And he said to me, "Mate, you need to delete all that porn on your phone." Remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so, going lower. I'm going lower. Yeah. So it's higher. Bradman's right. Not 196 ah. appearances for Lee Cook. I'll be cooking it. Of course, it's got to be cooking six. Right. Who? So with 196 in mind, who had? Who's got had more appearances? Him or Les Ferdinand? Uh, Les, no, Les Ferdinand. No, Ferdinand Les, Les. He, had, he had 183, I think, 184. Yeah, exactly that, 183. <laughs> do, do you know do why? Because you know you know you know, when you went off, he was panicking about you know the 50 goals. Because I was, so I was, I was going about... <laughs> <laughs> You know why that was? Because I went, ah, oh, I've had a mare there, haven't I, about Austin and um, Clive Allen. Dunk goes nice, right, mate? He only scored eight goals. And the right man. <laughs> so, here we listen to this one then. Let's find that. Let's find that 183 or Clint Hill. Higher or lower? Uh, I'm going to go Clint Hill. I'm going. What, 30? I'll go Clint Hill. I'm going Clint Hill lower because if you sent him out on loan a couple of times, although he was here for a, a while. He wasn't always playing for us. I'm going Clint Hill's lower. But thought you're having a bear, mate. Yeah, Cl- uh, Clint Hill went 185, two appearances. 100. Oh, come on, two. Oh, God. <laughs> having a bear. It was two out. <laughs> it was logic, though. Clint Hill got, kept getting more. sent out on loan. 
ครับผมบอกเคลมเอลเอ็นฮอลเวย์ฮอลกาวเลยเดี๋ยวบอกฮอลกาวเลยเอ็นฮอลเวย์ฮอลเลยก็คือคือบงบอลเดี๋ยวได้ไปฟรอง only 170 170 right final one then Uh, go on, then. Let's see if we can go out on a getting it right. Ian Holloway or Jamie Mackey? Well, oh, can Ian Mackey won the land? There's only one, Jamie Mackey. <laughs> <laughs> you stop drinking, mate. Oh, yeah, I know. Thought that. Do you know what? Speaking speak of Jamie Mackey, yeah, I had his signature on my shirt, and the missus washed the shirt, didn't she? And it fucking washed off. <laughs> you need to get rid of her, mate. <laughs> Easier said than done. <laughs> um, um, I'll go. I'll go. Set. Uh, I'm going Mackie higher. That look. That look. Means I got it wrong. wrong. Yeah, you got it wrong. Brad got it right again. Hundred and fifty in all the way. It was for you. Hundred and seventy odd. Oh, oh. yeah. That's a shit It's pretty brilliant, eh? <laughs> Right, no, been good. Good to talk to you, Annette. Yeah, good to talk. Well, Brad, I think you've got a bit of news at you for our episode next week. Uh, yeah, mate, I have. Yeah, from uh, on the tenth of February, we got a key player coming on the podcast. Um, drum roll! We, we can't wait to have him on. Um, but we'll release a picture, and you, you have to have a little guess who you think it is. All right, so we'll put the picture up on our social media. And our Instagram handle is W12 Podcast. And Ben, um, Twitter one, mate. Yep, it's yeah, it's exactly the same. Yep, it's yeah. at underscore uh, at W12 underscore podcast. <laughs> get, get listening. Brilliant. So we'll put that. We'll, um, we'll, we'll put that photo up in the next couple of days after this episode comes out. So have a good luck, having a guess, and we'll speak to you all next week. Later. Let's hope we beat Blackburn. Yeah. Set up. Set up. Was you are. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants. 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare insurance plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare insurance plans at uh1.com.